recording. Welcome everybody to the DQ&Q Lifestyle Podcast with me, Marcus. And today we're going to talk about... First, we're going to start off with the AJ fight. Big up AJ. Brooked up Hellenius, round seven. Big smash to the jaw. Sent man to sleep. Not a single count. Referee waved it off. Well, let me ch- let me tell you this. <laughs> let me show you this first. And you just listen to what I'm doing. Yeah? <clears throat> right, that's better. So I just did a bit of flexing for those that are listening. I'm just flexing up. Go check out the YouTube, yeah? DQ&Q, Lifestyle Podcast, Dep on YouTube. Ba-ba-bang. Anyway, I'm watching the fight now. Uh, the highlights, the DAZN highlights, yeah? Watching it, I'm on my phone, you know. And I heard... The referee, not the referee, the judge is talking about, or the commentator is talking about Hellenius. And he says, yeah, you know, I'm looking at this big man, big man. They're both big men, but Hellenius looks a bit bigger. The judge only went and said, he's 6'9", bloody, bloody, blah. I thought, yeah, I'm still on my phone, can I? And just looking. You know, just whatever I'm doing on my phone. Fuck knows what I was doing, yeah? But I wasn't really paying it too much attention, but I could hear what's going off. And then he said, yeah, he's about 17, 18 stone. I said, what? I says, hold on. I says, there's no chance. I'm 17 stone 11, 10. By t- that's when I wake up in the morning. By nighttime, I'm all at 18, 18 stone. What? I says, hold on. I need to... I checked their weights, both of them. I jumped on the scales. I looked at my weight, yeah? My weight was, what was my weight? My weight was 113.6 or something, yeah? Or seven or eight, fuck knows. 113 points, something close to 10 or whatever. And I looked at their weights and it said, so 113 points, something, high, high number, yeah? Close to 10 or something. And then Anthony Joshua was 111 kg. And this Hellenius was 113 kg. I says, hold on. Is that what I look like? I don't think I look like Joshua, by the way. I do. <laughs> I do think that. But I think I'm, I'm thinking, boy, I don't look like Hellenius, surely. But I'm thinking, where's all my... Because I can't see. Like, even went out the other day, yeah? First time... No, first time in... I've been out three times since I've been out, yeah? And I'm like a few weeks away from being out for two years. It's not really my thing still. Uh, so I've gone out with some school friends. So what we've done, something happened, yeah. It's been a tragedy. And it rocked us all. And then people have hollered. My primary school friends, you know, check that. Primary school friends have hollered. We've all hollered each other, set up a group check. So I was seeing one or two actually here and there. So like I was personal training one, like met off coffee with another. Seen another one at a gym, do you know what I mean? So it's like, boom, we're kind of like linking up, kind of bit by bit. I'm seeing one or two here and there. I'm seeing another one at the gym. Who else am I seeing? I think that might have been it still. But I'm getting all the social, I'm getting on the socials as well. Because obviously I'm coming out of setting my new socials and all this DQ&Q stuff. I'm getting one there and whatnot, yeah? Anyway. Um, yeah, we've linked up primary school friends. We've linked up now. I've come for the first time. They set up this group about a year ago. I, I, they go on the weekend. I work on the weekends. You know the ones there. I can't go because I'm, I'm working. Buy some time off. Birthday and that. Hello. Hey. 
Bo- first podcast running through the birthday. You know what I mean? It's not the podcast's birthday. I think that's night. That's soon. Anyway, don't watch that. Uh, we'll do something special for that. I don't know what. But yeah, anyway, so I'm now like linking up with these people and they're just all telling me, yo, you look big. You look big. Do you know what I mean? I'm telling them I don't go to gym. I know I'm, I know I'm bigger because I come out of jail about 14 and a half. Within a few months of being out, I was like 15 and a half. I probably stayed around that for a bit. And then all of a sudden it was 16, 16 and a half, 17, 17 and a half. And then every now and again, I'm touching 18, like 18 one-ish. I think the most I've seen on the scale is 18 too. And yeah, I do a boxing weighing. I get on the scales in my boxer shorts. <laughs> That's got a silence from that one still. Anyway, uh, and they're saying, look, being in that, do you know what I mean? No one believes I don't go gym. Like, I can't be in gym for a year. This is all just weight, food weight. You know, the ones there. But obviously, seeing on the socials, if you want social, I have been back to gym. I started gym about six or seven weeks ago. Um, but this isn't the gym. I went to the gym this size. I went on my fucking bro- uh, boy's uh, day pass thing. He had these day passes and that, like, or whatever. So many a month. And I was going. And when I'm pressing the weights, you know, like, bench, like, one thirty, uh, squatted, like, 140 for two, I think. And deadlift kind of dead still. Did, like, 150. But I did it... Um, conventional when I stopped training I was doing 190 sumo I was getting to the sumo thing so I was going to go into powerlifting and stuff and start so yeah um, and I felt it protects my back so I could stay more upright and it's just like straightening my legs rather than it being like a leg straightener and like a uh, hip hinging so I'm bending up my head's here my bum's there and I'm standing up with the weight I didn't really want to do that you know anyone's there because my back's mashed it's not mashed up but yeah, I, it gets stiff. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, anyway, so... Yeah, so that's what got me back into the gym. Like, wow, like I normally have to train up to these weights. And I'm starting at finished level. It's mad now because because I'm just, like, pushing these weights. These weights feel, like, weak to me now. Like, I feel embarrassed that I lift, like, one for... Uh, like, what did I squat? It wasn't the best squat, but 160 got, got dealt with. And I haven't really been doing deadlifts, if I'm honest. Like, I, do my, I go there, do bench, 5 by 5 I do squats five by five, and then when it comes to the back, I'm just doing like pull downs, rows, like different variations of pull downs, rows, face pulls. Like I'm building my back like that. I'm not really doing, but then it's not translating over fully to deadlifts because you need to deadlift to deadlift. You know, the ones there, like you need to do everything. You need to do the thing to do the thing a lot of the times. But yeah, anyway, I'm just going to put the mic back. Yeah, too far. I ain't got my socks on, so I'm going to use my feet like monkey. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, they're trying to tell me I'm way more than them. It's mud. Um, yeah, so big up everyone that I went out with. It was good to see them as well. Forget AJ and that. We're finished with that. All the people that I went out with, um, you know, I think it was like six or seven of us. But now I bounced still. Like protection, like I ain't going. I don't really want to go out. So I don't want to see no one. So I'm thinking to myself, yo, listen. I see someone I don't really like. Yeah, with people that don't get it, like... Big up them, but they don't understand the, the lifestyle that man was in. You know what I mean? And the, you know what I mean? Extents and that. Like, so it's like, right. And I ain't really going out to chat to no one still. Like, no, if a man says, you don't want no beef, but he wants to just clarify a few things or something. I don't understand their chatting to man still. Like, I've come to have a laugh and a giggle. I'm sober as a judge. I'm drinking ginger beer. You know, them ones there. Like, I don't want to chat to you. They're all midgets. They want to touch me head and that, bring me neck, or touch me, and then they whisper in my ear, like spitting and that. Forget all that. 
like just dance over there or stand there, I'll stand here and we can go through. Do you know what I mean? But that's what's going through my head. Do you know what I mean? So I just don't want to be anywhere. I don't know. It's all mad. It's all mad. I do need to like, I do need to know what's going on. But I also thought to myself, so I thought I'll just go out and see what happens and see what I go on. I see the man still. Do you know what I mean? I said, Jolie, I'm going. <laughs> I said, Jolie, I'm going still. Because <laughs> I thought to myself like, man's got a life to live. You know, the ones there. And I don't mean on a death thing. I just mean even if he's something in the city, he's going back to prison. Like, why? Why? I like doing this, what I'm doing. I won't be doing this in there. Or I might be, if I go to a certain jail, like Loudham, man not making woolly per mixtapes in there. Loudham Grange, yeah? There's another prison as well where man are doing it. Anyway, forget all that. Man not want to do that, yeah? What else? Like, those, those got things. I can't explain right now, but this man needs to be out. Do you know what I mean? Like... I enjoy my life. My life's nice. You know, the ones there, like, it's the best it's ever been. Yeah? And that's it. Like, I don't want to do anything to jeopardise it. So if it's just some daft scrap, not even a man's want even to scrap me, just walking over to chat to me, but I'm interpreting it as a as a mad thing and then did it. You never know what's going to happen. You know, the man might crack me out of the blue. Get someone that I don't even know. Falling by my head, me dead, yo. But then again, man's, man's, you get me? Well, I'm not going there yet until when the plane's at Arafat, but man's going to be in the, you get me? In the ground, waiting for judgment. Dear, hey. But anyway, yeah, so anyway, um, so he's just not wanting to, not wanting to, what can I say? Just not wanting to jeopardise things. Because it's consequential thinking it. So you're thinking ahead, I'm thinking ahead. I can understand what them guys are saying. They're like, oh, you know, like, I don't know. They just know they don't get it. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I can't trust your advice. <laughs> I can't trust your advice on that. Because it's not the same thing. We aren't, it's not the same. But anyway, yeah, big up everybody. All the overside, everyone, big up everyone. Anyway, the night was nice. Um, you know, people are setting up new things. Retreats are coming in. People got big jobs. Muggling. You know, they're muggling my muggle. Um... People are helping people out. People are quitting jobs and starting businesses. Uh, you know, people are doing managerial positions. Man, are just doing big hours, raising kids. You know what I mean? Starting afresh. Like, big things are going. Man, I do up them houses. Like, it was all positives. It's all vibes. You know, the ones there, like, moving in the right direction. That's what I'm talking about still. Trust me. Like, that's the energy I, I need around me right now. Because you know something chilling me out. You know something I'm mean, having a friend around there. I just got you. You know what I mean? I got you. I need you. Need you. But anyway, I digress. Big up everyone. Yeah, they say I'm big. They say I'm not going to gym. Do not believe me. I'm just going to start and say, a man said to me, oh, you're in a bulking, innit? Or something, yeah? My man knows about the gym inside out, left, right, and centre. He says, yo, if you're bulking, you're, looking, you're doing well. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I'm talking about like the fat I'm putting on and stuff and how it's affecting my body and that because I can't really maneuver how I'm used to maneuvering so I've always been like athletic kind of like thing. Or sucks, you know what I mean? Marga. And then obviously having the extra, excess weight, extra weight, it's like it's different. I'm not used to it because I've not, never been in these regions before, especially like these big weights, these weights that I'm at. It's not like I'm a short guy and I'm like this kind of body, like um, composite, like how I'm built, but I'm like 14 stone because I'm short, so I look big. It's like, no, 18 stone is bigger than any fucking... <laughs> That's big in any fucking capacity. You know the ones there, like so. It's pressure. 
And yeah, so anyway, I'm just going to say what he says. I'm just going to say I'm because no one believes anything else. I want to touch on the Kai Sinat rioting. I'm going to link it into something else, the Oxford looting. So the Kai Sinat thing, 2,000 people descended onto the Union Square. They were allegedly throwing bottles, standing on buildings, tearing up barriers and construction shit and all this, that and the other. There was all a man doing the sturdy or whatever it's called. On some car. That's definitely his car. Because the way is like, he's going ham. He's denting up the roof. It's peak. Imagine denting your roof. How do you replace that? Like, what's that cost? That's mad. Anyway. Oh, and he's there. He's giving away PS5s or summer and P PC equipment and $100 gift cards and whatnot. And for me personally, yeah. The what, how it turned out is a madness. It could be the start of something, yeah. So that's how I'm going to link it to this next thing. It's Oxford uh, looting. As soon as I seen that, yeah, how it's kicked off, I thought, right, okay. These influences might start getting bodied by the government, you know, some like Tupac, Marley, I'm going conspiracy theory here still. Marley, Lennon, them, uh, you know, uh, Malcolm X, I'm going to say X, but you might think I'm talking about DMX. Yeah, Malcolm X, um, Martin Luther King Jr., I'm going to be conspiracy throwing a few of the names and I like, talking about, but yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Because these men could like, I say packed because of the uh, the message that he's putting across, like when he was on his like, um, when he was talking about his enlightened stuff and all them, them ones there and talking about like serious societal societal issues. But the other man there, they can like draw crowds like that. And especially in America, they don't like that. They don't like that you can draw a crowd. Do you know what I mean? Because what it is, like a flash thing. You've seen how people gather around for like some kind of like, not, not vigil, like for a movement. People gather around, it gets bigger, it gets bigger, then eventually starts to dwindle out. They just wait it out and it dwindles out because nothing happens. And that's, what's, that's just what happens. It happens time and time again. We can see it all the time. We'll put anything on, it comes. There might be some kind of change, but not really. But yeah, but something happens. So depending on how you look at it, like, if you look at it positively, something does happen. There is some kind of change, but not on a negative side, but ultimately what they really wanted to happen, that won't happen because it's too much. It's not how the Western world works. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's capitalistic. That's how it is. That's why we've got all this stuff that we've got. You know, the ones there. Like, so... And it's, like, demo, democratic, like... Hmm. Yeah. Just consumerism and it's capitalistic, and that's it mainly. You know, the ones there. But anyway, we'll get into that soon. Um, And yet they don't like that. So right now, the funny thing is, as I've seen this, I'm thinking, right, these men could need to like half watch out for themselves because it could get sticky for him. Well, they did get nicked. It's supposed to got nicked on some charge. I don't think I've got the charge there still. <coughs> nah. But it looks like civil unrest and they don't like this because they could do a flash thing like I say, say something, rile people's like, no, boil people's blood, get them down there and do a madness. It could kick off into a riot. Like it was a little bit, but it wasn't really a riot, right? Because we know normally things get burned down and there's bare looting and that but then that brings me on to my next one this Oxford street loot oh sorry that's what I was going to say so after that I seen I don't know if it was DJ Academics or something it was somebody anyway yeah and they're saying about Kaisena or Kaisena whatever it's called and Aiden Ross and the next one streamers are bigger than rappers right now they're more relevant than set rappers like the baby and da, da, da. these are the examples that I'm seeing and um, they wield some influence Obviously, they don't, rappers, they don't be pulling people down to like to a place right now. It's not really that place no more. Like, there's not too many big time conscious people. The only conscious person really like that. 
that I know of really <coughs> was packed that was on a different thing because his upbringing and, and the people's around you know they were that militant mindset so he got he had a bit of understanding about politics and societies and social sciences kind of thing it's not like that no more it's kind of this mindless stuff don't know I like it still it's like this you know get wicked and bad to it oh, oh, to a degree so anyway the Oxford looting I seen this now and I thought, yo, is this a, is this a coincidence? But I don't think it is that this happened after the Kaisenat thing. Or Kaisenat. Apologies if I'm saying his name wrong. Um, I've never heard it said. I've just seen it written. So it says at least nine people were arrested. Obviously, I've seen a couple of videos. Just like this bare youth stand there. At least nine people arrested. It was a planned looting. It was done over social media. Um, they were looting public disorder. And I'll tell you what, for me, the problem is, like, like the Conservatives were in government... Uh, in power right now, they don't really care because it doesn't affect their youths. These are probably all working class youths. White, black, Asian, da -da -da -da, whatever, BAME, you know what I mean? The BAME communities, yeah? There'll be white youths there as well, but you know, it's just basically deprived kids, you know what I mean? And I think for them, it's down to boredom and thrill seeking. I could link that to the fucking, to the, um, like there's no youth clubs and that. No, the ones there, like there's no to do. And obviously, the way society is now, like, I believe that's down to the uh, conservatives, but I don't want to get too political without the facts and stuff and, and, and evidential and, and stuff. Or I'm doing another podcast with a, with another podcaster soon. Um, she wants to touch on some certain things. It resonates with me. Um, so I'm hoping to do that soon. So yeah, hold tight for that. Um, where was I? Yeah, so the boardman and the thrill seeking, like, there's nothing going on. I'm, I'm sure that like, they locked off like all the uh, youth centers and that because wanted to save money. That's where it is because like the conservatives, they don't need to like, they don't want to feed our community, which is be the working class community, um, which is also another funny thing. Um, but you don't want to feed the working class communities because it, it's just not affect them. Do you know what I mean? Labour obviously feed the working class societies by putting money into, uh, you know, certain projects and, um, grassroots projects and having youth clubs and that and da, 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 because they look after the working class so it doesn't matter nothing to the um conservatives and the thrill seeking aspect of it is because that's there's just no to do for them they just know what to do and society is all about clout now so even when these people like rubbing up gucci or whatever it was i don't even know where it was whatever their teeth in and that yeah even if they didn't teeth nothing just to be there you've got a story now they can chat on their fucking snap or whatever you know what i mean and it makes them relevant it makes them somebody but that's how it is in the age group, like that 14, 15, 16 to like 25-ish. It's getting a bit, I think people are acting kiddie longer. I don't mean stuff, like acting kind of kiddie-ish. I still get giddy now. But I finally matured, TC, you know, it's the therapy. <sighs> I think people are still kiddie-ish for longer. Men and women, you know, the ones there. Like they're still, the parenting's not up to scratch really. Um, not everybody, not everybody. But large swathes of our communities, you know what I mean? And you know who I'm talking about. Like, I don't mean people that I know. I mean, you know people. So, yeah, what else have I got here? Yeah, so when these people are doing these kind of things, I don't think they're going to ask because it's a clear line between who's good and who's bad, who's doing it, who's not. And the people that get caught will get records and it kind of sets them on that path then. Like, that's kind of what happened to myself. Like, just not just me, but people like me, people from ends like mine, people doing stuff like what I did. So... Like, you're doing these things and it just sets you down the path. Like, really, the jobs that I've got now, I shouldn't really have. Like, for the simple fact that the record doesn't allow these things to happen and the type of crime and type of offence and uh, length of time in prison and bloody, bloody, blah, all this, this, that and the other. Like, they've they've, I'm written off. You know, the ones there. But luckily, if I just came out of prison, it would have been very hard for me to get the types of job I've got. 
not just, I ain't just got it off my own back. I've got it because the place where I work allow people like me. Like it's not just me, it's any downtrodden person, whether it's they've got criminal uh, history or, um, like people that aren't from perfect, perfect backgrounds and have perfect upbringings and have perfect like records or something, of, of, do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. On paper, they're not perfect. So whether you're from LGBT community, whether you're from the BAME community, um, like it's a criminal, like got a criminal past kind of thing. Alhamdulillah. These, this like organisation I work for, they champion people like we, you know what I mean? They give us a chance to prove ourselves. Obviously, fuck up, you're gone. But I'm, you know, able to thrive in this environment because they're allowing me to thrive. You know, the ones there. It's like a nice little plant in a seat, me, me, me shoot up and me, hey, hello. They give me the water and they give me the nutrient and the photo, everything from the sweat. Hello. Got some good people around me as well. And there's people in there that have got similar backgrounds that we can relate to. You know them ones? So whether it's the BAME, obviously if you're LBGT, over LB, LGBT there, if you're BAME, over BAME's there, criminal, over criminal thing is there. And obviously we're fraternising with people that are just normies. <laughs> you know your normies, that are just normal, like kind of thing or whatever, like there. Jokes anyway. But yeah, so it's not so it's the type of organization that I'm in, but it's also obviously because the TC let me had to talk and had to express myself and had to be who I am. You know, I, I don't shy away from what I've done. I'll tell you straight, do you know what I mean? I'll tell you the reasoning. Do you know what I mean? Not in terms of the reason of like why they provoke me. That's far from what's happened there. I didn't deal with that, right? It's not about them, it's about the long stuff behind it and who I was created to be in a sense, you know what I mean? And it's not putting blame, like I say, on parents. It's not putting blame on anything. It's just how I responded to that stimuli. You know, the ones there. That's all I'm trying to show. It's no blame on anyone, on the victims, on my family, on on like my environment and all on my peer group or whatever. It's nothing like that. It's just that's what happened. That's how I internalized it. That's how I interpreted it, and that's how I cope. You know what I mean? Cope with what's going on around me. That's what the message is. You know, it was there. So my message is always trying to show what happens, how we can respond to it, and then how it comes out and, you know, how people receive it. Do you know what I mean? So it's different types. It's all communication. Whether I'm being violent or vocal, or whether someone else is being violent or vocal, it's just all communication. Do you know what I mean? So whether it's behavioural or body language, like it's just communication. We communicate. Like we always spoke. You know, there was there. So yeah, back to the looting thing. I don't think it's a coincidence that happened after the case and that thing. It's reminiscent of the thing that happened in, uh, the riots that happened in London in 2011. R.I.P. Mark Duggan. And I think these kids were doing it for fun. Obviously. Do you know what I mean? Um, like I said, it's just a clout central now. It's a clout, clout nation. I don't know where this goes. Do you know what I mean? Like I would, I do need to have a look, a little look in history and see where, like, not clout, but where society started to do certain things for certain things, so it's the clout for the fame, and everybody wants to be famous these days. Not me though. I just want the fortune. Give me the money, I'll shut up, you never hear from me again. Hey, hello. <laughs> no, it's a hobby, you know, I'm a madman. Lorna. Hey, Lorna, no, forget Lorna, that sounds weak. Lorne Wolf. Wait, that sounds terroristic. Is that a word? It is now, if we say it, so it be. Hey, so yeah. So I do want to touch on the thrill-seeking. That's the main topic. <laughs> when I was on the TC, you know, and obviously I'm contemplating, so I'm learning all these things and I'm being all I'm going to be. But there's also, it's like, so there's a new me emerging and taking centre stage in my mind. But then the old me is kind of stepping back and he's just by, 
Like, just by the left corner or something, just, just observing. Just there in the wings, waiting. So like a madman. Have you seen a... <laughs> What's that film now? Bronson. You know what I mean? Anyway. The Theatre of the Mind. Yeah, so anyway. Because I didn't know fully what I'm going to do. How I'm going to be. So I'm doing all these things, but I didn't know how I was going to be. Because at the end of the day, my lifestyle is smoking weed. So that means linking weed dealers. You know what I mean? Might have got weed me, allegedly, you know. Boom. Trapping, allegedly. They're saying, you know, the ones. Chilling around certain people. Chilling around certain girls. Going certain places. Like, this is my whole life. I know a lot of people don't understand what lifestyle means, but it's whatever you do. Do you know what I mean? So let's just say you go to the pub. If you stop going to the pub, yeah? If you if you go to the pub, yeah? And that's where you meet partners, whether you're a man or a woman, um, or whatever. You know, if, you, if that's where you meet partners... If that's where you socialise, if that's where you let all your stresses go, if that's where you unwind, if that's where you have laughs, if you stop going there, where are you getting these things met? Where are you going to meet people now? In the library. You know what I mean? It's not like it can't happen. It does happen. It has happened and it will continue to happen because people are there. Like, where are you going to get your laughs from? Where are you going to, like, de-stress? You know anyone's there? Where are you going to, like, like, do all the things I just fucking said? You know what I mean? <laughs> So yeah, so that's your lifestyle. Not just that one place, that's just an example. But it's hitting certain parts of your life. You know the ones there? That's lifestyle. So that, that was my lifestyle. Like how, how I go about things and who I see and what I do. Obviously, I've changed my whole lifestyle, so I don't do that. There is no weed smoking. There is no de-stressing that way. There is no linking dealers. You know the ones? There is no like going out. Except the other night time and the two times before. And there will be other times, but I'm not really that bothered, like kind of thing. And I was contemplating having a drink. Because they're like, oh, they want to drink and this and that birthday, drink shots and that. And I'm thinking, nah. You know what I mean? Man's talking about real nephew, like, yo, we'll get the real nephew. I said, yo, you want a nephew? I said, what? Yo, may I go to jail? You want me to go to jail? <laughs> and I'm not even joking. Like, it's. Yeah, I thought, you know what? I thought to myself, you just don't know me. <laughs> you just don't know me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop poking the beer. Anyway. Yeah, so there's no like drinking going out like that. So obviously the drinking was like to escape my reality. I can't, I don't escape my reality. I change my reality now, so I enjoy life. I smoked and I drank, but I'll touch on that next one. Addictions. Is it on the list? It's on the list. It's even got changing reality next to it. So yeah, smoked, get away from reality, and it's a social thing with a man, them and that, yeah? Even girl, you know, they, oh, you just say Lincoln, yeah, like, oh, you know, yeah, just want to chill and smoke a spliff at night, you know what I mean? You know, whatever, and yeah. Same with a drink, same with a thing. Chill with a man, damn, chill with a girl. Escape reality, get a bit of confidence, you know what I mean? Watch is just, like, stresses away, allegedly. Even though you come back around, stress is still there. It just was a welcome distraction. But then it's got a consequence of you being doing something daft. Um, or negative, that's going to impact your life, whether it's fighting or arguing with a friend or falling out with a partner or, like, cheating or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Just mad. Anyway, just doesn't help, basically. Um, what else? The alleged trapping that they're saying that I did used to raid my house and stuff. Um, never found no drugs. What did they find? Bulletproof vests. Allegedly, like, not even, I don't know where that came from. And, like, a shank or something that I raised during the China Sea. I don't even know where that came from. Um, what else did find? Oh, scales. Found scales. Trying to do them with scales. I don't know what we're talking about. Never my scales. Turn the kitchen cupboard. Right. What else? That's it. I used to have bare man in my yard. Like, that's what we chilled in my mum's house. That's it. Simple as that. And there's just 
You know what I mean? You just don't watch everything and you are a bit loose and that. You do trust them and your brothers and you do put things down and do 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 And I want to things, I mean like the jackets and the bags and that. You know what I mean? And whatever else. Anyway, from the past. R.I.P. to the past. <laughs> um. So yeah. And that's who you're around, who you're seeing, whether it's collections, whatever. Um, where you're located. Yeah, so basically, you know, that's the lifestyle. But also within that is thrill-seeking. Um, so growing up, we... I don't think I told you before, we just hop on the bus and don't want to mass people up or whatever. Like, or we just get chased off the feds. The feds thought we sold drugs. We didn't even sell drugs. We were a kid. Like, what's the, like, it's different now because these kids be sending drugs at like whatever age. Like widespreadly. Because obviously it's people giving it to them. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like a big deal. Like, like It is a big deal. What I'm saying a big deal is it's not like they're doing something big, massive. They're being given it by someone that says, you do do that for me. It's not like they're sourcing it themselves. They might be hanging around and wanting to do it because they're into whatever music and that and it's all different now because the music just blatantly lays it, lays it out for you. Um, but it weren't like that back then. So anyway, we're midday. Um, so yeah, anyway, we just used to just get chased off the feds. The feds thought, oh, what we did have was weapons on us sometimes. You know what I mean? Sometimes at that age. When I say that age, I mean, I was like 15. So we'd see the feds, we'd just walk it. Oh, and we smoked weed. So that's what they will probably chasing us for, like kind of thing. Like, but that's not a big, at the time, it's mad looking back now. That like man hanging around and smoking weed on the street until whatever, and, and then it's eventually certain man are doing other things now. Do you know what I mean? Drugs wise, but they weren't doing it back then. Obviously, when we was kids, like so, it's like is it a gateway? Is it da da da? Um, but yeah, they chase us for that, or we just act dodgy and they know that like certain man were trapping and that. Um, not us, but certain other like lies in the ends and da da da. They didn't know when we start, you know the ones. So we just get chased. It's just thrill seeking basically, like to get that thrill, to get that adrenaline rush. So what I'm trying to say to you now is I didn't know what to do when I'm doing all this stuff in the like on the therapeutic community. Like I'm learning how to mean like manage myself and how to deal with people and what to do and then what them characteristics are that they're displaying and what my characteristics are and where things went wrong and what my defense mechanisms became and how I started to like act towards other people and whatnot and how that doesn't work for me no more. Like it worked a little bit, but now I can't be like in a job now and be like, oh do do do. Marcus, you didn't do this. I just, I'll take the uppercut. Elbow, elbow. Do you know what I mean? Next, like, that might work there up on the roadside, but when we think I can't be snapping every boss's neck. <laughs> R.I.P. to their neck. You know the ones there? You can't be. You know the ones? So anyway, so it doesn't work no more going off like that. That's not what I need to be doing. I need to be able to deal with bosses, colleagues, etc. in a certain way that's conducive to longevity. Me keeping my job and possibly moving forward but also addressing the issues that are coming up. Anyway, um, and the reason that person, like I say, is in my mind hanging back is because there was a th- one thing that was there. It's like, what do I do for fun? So I wasn't smoking or drinking in the prison anyway. I don't drink hooch. I wasn't doing the spice no more. And I wasn't like, because the spice had gone into a mad thing. All these other people are doing it. And it's not how it was when we were smoking back in like 212 and 13. When I came back in 215, 16, 17, 18, 19, that was all a different game. It was different. Do you know what I mean? Different kettle of fish are on it. And even like when the man them get on it now, they're different now. It's almost like the man them getting on crack out here. They're just different. Like, so all of a sudden they're just like, poof, they're trying to line the sand and they're on the other side. Do you know what I mean? They've removed themselves from the man them kind of thing. Like, very strange. It was just different how it had. I knew it was going to go that way. I, I said it me. You know what I mean? I told my boy Sam. I said, you watch two years, jail system's fucked. Lo and behold, 
we are where we are now. And even on the streets. I didn't expect it to go on the streets though. That's not one thing that I thought. I did not think it touched the streets and it, it has. But anyway, I didn't know what I'd do for fun. Because, you know what I mean? What am I going to do now? I don't, I've got no hobbies. My hobbies were smoking weed. You know what I mean? Weed took my hobbies away. I didn't have hobbies because I could just sit there, just hide, just yeah, bars. Oh, music is a hobby. I've always liked listening to music, spitting a little bars and that. Um, playing a bit of like PlayStation or Xbox or whatever. Just call it duty. That's what I'm into. Not no fee for anything like that. Um, so I just wonder what I'm going to do. But one of the counsellors said about some guy, she said he was a known fight, he was always in for fighting and this and that and the record as long as your arm and blah, blah, blah. Well known in the fighting communities and probably a traveller or whatever. And he just didn't know what he was going to do with himself after, because he took to the therapy as well, allegedly. He wasn't there when I was there. It's, this could be a story that she made up, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? But it resonated. I Then she said, I'm, <laughs> I'm in it. I'm in the thing then. Anyway, she goes, uh, it's a white, white water rafting. And I thought, what? The man didn't do them tiny things. No. I thought, yeah, we don't do that. Like, weird. I thought, that's weird. Like, for one, I can't really swim like that, but I can swim in a sense. But my swimming isn't for like leisure. At that time, that's how I used to see it. I mean, oh, I don't swim for fun. My swimming is for if my boat goes down or my plane crashes or something. That's where I am swimming. I ain't swimming for like fun. Now I want to swim. I've been dying to swim when I was in prison. I haven't swim yet though. I've been at near two years. I ain't gone yet because I feel a bit embarrassed. I don't know how strong I am when it comes to swimming. Because <laughs> I've never just bought it for fun. I just do some lanes and that. Like what? Like anyway. I thought why? What a rafting? But it stayed with me. Do you know what I mean? It stayed with me. I thought right, okay. Like there is life away from these things obviously you know carrying a, a weapon on street and feds the box obviously it's peak it's the end so obviously feds are about you know these shootings these snabbings these murders this drug dealing it's the it's the roads are hot except when you're on operation and you see no feds you think oh you like look around one day you think this is what it's allegedly and you think oh you see you like oh you <laughs> <laughs> yo, anyway, yo. <laughs> what time? You think, yo, see any feds? Like, I haven't seen no feds, bruv. I think, oh, it's operation time. Obviously, when it comes to like Christmas, that's what it used to be anyway. Around Christmas times, like, like locking people up and whatever, and da da da. And they're probably using the cover of night. But anyway, that's all by the by now. And, uh, you know, so doing that, like, having them on street and that, like, it's in the Pekins, like, you know, being violent, getting up to stuff, going out. Taking the piss out of bouncers and fucking bar staff and other patrons of the clubs, do you know what I mean? Just sending man to hospital left, right and centre. Like, it's exciting. The lifestyle is exciting. It's an exciting lifestyle. Like, people are after you. People are coming for you. Whether it's the police, ops, whatever. Like, people are coming. And they're not coming like, <laughs> flim flam. Like, no flim flamming on man's cheeks and that. They coming f sometimes for your life, you know, the ones there. Like, it's like, whoa, like, you know, you or you think they are because mad things have happened. So, you, 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 you know, so the adrenaline rush, there still, and it makes you feel alive. And you're like, proper, like, yo, you know, you're fucking out, do you know what I mean? Like, it's nice, like, <laughs> it's nice, do you know what I mean? It's a nice feeling. So, it's like, it was mad to think I'm gonna leave that behind, and then what? I thought, well, then. 
What do you do after that then? Just sit at home. Dim 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 dim. <laughs> Put the Coronation Street on. <laughs> Vera, <laughs> amazing, amazing. <laughs> Great episode, soap opera. <laughs> I hate soaps. That was my worst fear about winter prison. I wasn't scared. Obviously, in prison, you think about all kinds of like American stuff, rape and this and that. Might see ops, bear ops on the. You know what I mean? You'll just turn up on a. You know what I mean? On a wing. So I ain't gonna tell the Fed like, I ain't going on that wing. I'm just have to go on that wing. You know what I mean? There's no chance that I'm staying to the Fed. I can't go. You know what I mean? It's peak. I'm going on. I might be fucked. But we're all fucked because I ain't just gonna let them do whatever to me. I'm going mental. We're all. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, like, yeah, it was just all, it's just all mud, anyway. It's just all, uh, <coughs> oh, kind of lost my fucking position there, my point. What was I saying? What was I about there? Yeah, I just thought to myself, what I'm going to do? Oh, that's what I was saying about fucking the fit, uh, about my worst nightmare. I wasn't bothered about any of that. I thought, I'm going to have to watch soaps. Because a lot of them and them in the ends watched soaps anyway. They were, they was nice. And then certainly I come out of prison and they're like, oh, yo, did you see when did did and did you and then Give me my drone, let me go. Like, do, do mine first. I can't listen to this. Like, this is mad. I don't listen to this. And I thought, you know what I mean? I'm going to have to go to prison for years and watch soaps. I couldn't think of no worse. But I thought to myself, yeah, it's going to kill like an hour and a half or whatever. Every other day or whenever it comes on or whatever, yeah. But guess what? Man, a bad man. I didn't watch a single episode. When I had a Padme, if they watched it, they'd say, oh, all I want to do, I just want to watch soaps. You can watch whatever you want or listen to whatever you want. I'm like, cool. I'm not even bothered. Because I just want to fucking, you know what I mean? And I just put my headphones in. I always have like long headphones like this. These are essential in prison. Essential. You need over-ear headphones. I mean, good ones. You know what I mean? Spend a little. I never spent that much. I'm about 15 bar, like back then. So it might be about 20, 25 bar, now 30 bar. But I always need to have headphones. If anything, I buy two. I have one in the fucking, in the stored prop. Whatever you can't have in your cell goes in your stored prop. Yeah, you can't have two things like of anything, like two headphones or two. Sometimes you can, depending if you know the screws or if they make a slip up and that. But it's keeping your stored prop. You can do one for one swaps. Like certain man, one leads you, and you thought, hey, what kind of clothes? He's doing things differently to how I was doing things. He's buying bare clothes and that. I don't have that many clothes. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm squeezed winter now. I'm going to swap a few t-shirts and get some jumpers out. I thought, what? I'm done. <laughs> I thought, what? Like, <laughs> I said, yo, you know what I might do? I didn't have no jumpers around there. Eh? I've never really bought jumpers anyway. <laughs> Even when I was on the road, I mean a t-shirt and a coat around there and I went and, 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 and someone I mean, with a t-shirt and it's <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so yeah, that's it, soaps, you watch the soaps, I just whatever, I'll be smoking a spliff and whatnot, and whatever, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so, I start to think, what can I do? Because that's what it is, obviously, when you're dropping these seeds, you have to think, like, you have to solve the problem, innit? Like, so what could I do then? So obviously, you know, so I come out and I've done um, abseiling. I'm still looking to do a skydive. I've done like 2,000 burpees for, um, what charity was it not? I think it was Bone Cancer Charity. I've done the High Rocks. I've done the High Rocks team. 
don't wear my. They don't even give you a medal. Them they give you a like a patch, like a Velcro patch that will stick to you know Velcro. It sticks to whatever it sticks to. Whatever it sticks to, whatever it sticks to. Um, but these were big things to me. Cause I don't do these things. So this is like getting over that anxiety. This is like using that adrenaline there to like propel yourself forward. Not just using it to fight people in the street. Do you know what I mean? Or in clubs and that. Like what? Like what the fuck's that about? That's weird. That's weird. Forget it. It's weird. It's just against the law. Forget it. Just don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Just don't do it. What's the point? Do you know what I mean? Because you're gonna hold yourself back. Go to jail, fighting. Oh, it's like, or do what you wanna do in it in the day. If that's you, if you have got no commitments on road and that, you don't mind going to jail. Go to jail. You know what I mean? That's that. And it, but if you do, it's only it's anything. Turn off. Go away. <laughs> don't listen to my stuff. But if you're looking to change, like just forget all that. That's all weird behavior. Like fighting for what? Like. Unless a man's going to attack you or rob you, bust him up, Dan. Fuck all that. You go to court. He said self-defense. He said, I don't know what it was, but a man come to me, I mash him up. That's all mash up. I don't know what happened. That's it. You know what I mean? When it's a man, you just, come on. Forget all that. Beef and ops and beefing for gyal and that. Like, that's a waste man thing to me. Like, if that, you're beefing a man over girl, then what? You break up with a girl and then all of a sudden you get a new girl, beefing with that girl. Like, fuck off, waste man. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah, so, it's just got to, you just got to put things in. What else have I done? I've done, I've done a few more things, I feel. Um, oh, I've done these. That's what these are for. That's an 85, 85 kilometer challenge. Oh, that's the burpees one, the 2,000 burpees. Can't remember how far that was. That was the first one that got me into it, in prison, that. That's from Kirk Levington Prison to New York. Distance-wise, collective thing, like about 30 of us, uh, like six people together, whatever, it might have been more, I don't know. Um, I forgot how far this one was. Does it say? 21k. Um, I think that might have just been a 5k, that one, or 10k. But it's to be doing a certain amount of time, so I set the goal and the challenge is just to push myself and to get into it, because it's hard, like, especially, like, I can't run now, I'm too heavy now. You know, the ones there. I can run, obviously, but... It won't be fucking easy, you know, the ones there. Like, I'm built for lifting and moving weight right now. And slamming, Jack. <laughs> but this is why I did it. That's the why, that's the reason, that's the motive. There's always a motive. I need to put motivations on there. Oh, the motivation, I think I've done that already. Yeah, I've done the motivations one. So that's the motivation for doing it, the only ones there. And it gives me status to a degree in terms of, like, people that do run, they'll get it. Do you know what I mean? So within a running uh, community, they'll understand where I'm coming from. I ain't elite in there or anything, obviously, because I don't do it like that. I've just done it as like a challenge. Or somebody, what would be more suited and give me more, not give me more status, but someone will understand my status more. Like to send this to a roadman or something, or like to any old girl, like they don't really get it. They're like, oh, what are you doing that for? That kind of thing, which I get. Do you know what I mean? It's not interested. I've got big interest now. But they'll understand the sense of achievement that you get if they just challenge themselves. Because there's people that like, you know, that do these Ironmans and they do this and they do that and they swim and they do like fucking, you know, 5Ks for charity or race for life or breast cancer. Rah, rah, rah. Like they understand that you're just challenging yourself from where you're at. Because everything that we do really is for like some kind of status thing and what makes us good kind of thing. Hence the clout thing. Hence the clout thing, yeah. But yeah, this is my thrill seeking. I ain't done nothing like this for a while. That's why I've gone back to the gym. As well, I guess, as well. So when I seen that I'm lifting these heavy weights with my bridging, Isaiah, big up Isaiah, I'm like, yo, I need to be here. And then it's like the type of training I'm doing is allowing me to lift heavier weights for multiple reps and sets. 
So I'm getting that sense of achievement. It's almost like a thrill because it's, it's quite, I'm doing really heavy for me. Do you know what I mean? Um, what else am I doing now, actually, in terms of them kind of things? You could even say work. You could even say work. You know, the ones there, like certain jobs that man's getting up, get like, going for. Because um, that's a bit of a challenge. Like, you know, it might not keep back. Do you know what I mean? Then the certain types of work you do, or I do, you know, like people get it, like what, what, what I'm trying to do. Even this is an achievement. This is thrill-seeking, like putting yourself out there. Like people can be like, yo, what the fuck's this waste man doing? Like, what are you doing? But other people will be like, yo, got a few positives off the man, like of the people that I was with at the weekend as well, pushed me on. You know what I mean? Because I had like a week off. I didn't really want to do this pod right now. Because um, I'm just in like a lazy phase. You know what I was there? Because it's been super relaxing. But now I'm back. I thought, let me just bust it up. But yeah, tremendous is getting dark in there. I better cut this off soon. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thrill thing that man's looking for. Like you can insert these other things. Like even like these kids now, it's hard for them because it's it's money wise and that they probably ain't got to pee like that and the families might not got to pee like that to get them into these things. But it's free things like this. These aren't free, but I mean it's like just set the challenges and achieve. You know what I mean, go traveling, travel somewhere, do it there. Do you know what I mean? Get in with like a community of like runners or CrossFit or down at the gym. You know, set a little community group so these are just examples you know what I mean but it's just whatever to get that thrill somehow do you know what I mean um, what else I think that's about it I think we're good to go innit we're good we're touching on the thrill seeking man and it's just basically hobbies innit just putting these things into your life like you, you can't just expect life to be alright you have to actively get onto it like I couldn't I won't just get these medals for like I won't get this sense of achievement of completing it if I didn't do it I had to do it to get it do you know what I mean I had to sign up, I had to join, I had to do this, I had to travel there, I had to, you know what I mean? Never mind, just do it. There was a lot of things to it. I have to actively get onto it and insert it into my life. Um, so yeah, that's what I constantly say. Got to insert these things into your life, put it in. You know, you put the drinking, you put the drugs and you put the cigarettes in, you know, the vapes these days, you know, the ones there. Like, you put the clubs in, you put these waste man in, you put these waste girl in, do you know what I mean? Like, you put these ups in, like, put something proper in, you know, the ones there. But yeah, anyway, round me around. And I hope it's not too dark. Big up everybody. Big up everybody, like... Just big up everybody, that's all I can say. And that's it. Marcus, DKQ Lifestyle Podcast. 